What's the story, guys? Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Founders Coffee, the most tasty, delectable coffee here in Las Vegas. Now, check it out. Not only do they have great coffee, the food is unbelievable. If you drop your WHH promo code, when you go down there, they're going to give you 10% off anything that you purchase. How could we forget the Aussie project? These are Australian authentic meat pies, home delivery in the LA and Las Vegas area. Let me tell you something about this. If you want a taste of Australia, and I don't mean giving me a kiss, grab some of these Aussie meat pies. You're going to love it. Oh, I'm purposely growing my beard back for this. Baller balm. J Baller's beard balm for when your beard needs to be money. And of course, today's episode is proudly fueled by... In Ireland, the highest form of compliment in any pub is an insult. So I'm considered quite complimentary. <laughs> Rapper number 12, Irish whiskey. We have got one of the best in the business on the show today. I'm really excited and I'm really pumped about this one. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Ireland, check this out. You may know him as the Siberian Express, the Russian Hammer. I prefer to call him the GOAT, but don't take it from me. Check this out. I don't know what he's got. He's got it. His arms are about a foot longer than anyone else's. He's just got so much natural talent. He's all types of fighters, all at once. The elbows, the kicks, the punches, the wrestling, the jiu-jitsu. The best ever, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Artem Loboff. What's up, Artem? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on the podcast again. I loved it here the last time, and I've seen you've been, you guys improved a lot since the last time, so I can't wait to get this episode down, and it's going to be unreal. I know that already. I was actually just looking back on the, the past episodes, brother, and you are actually on episode five. I believe we're at... Uh... I think we're at uh, episode like 45 now or something like that. So, uh, okay, man, thank, cool. you so, thank you so much for coming back on. So, check out the new space. What do you think, my brother? Can we get a wide shot here, Ian? Check this place out, mate. It looks amazing. I love I love all the little uh, features that you have there now. Bottle of Proper 12, of course, the UFC <laughs> belt. Uh, it's brilliant. Well, yeah, first of all, I want to uh, I want to introduce you to my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. He is my main man, my number one Peroni jabroni. Would you please <laughs> welcome my co-host, Matthew? What's up, Matty? What's going on? How are you this morning? Good to see you. Thanks very much for coming on again. Absolutely, I got my proper Irish breakfast in handy with lots of bottles of proper twelve around, just you, like I like it. Are you excited about this interview today, bro? I'm pumped. Um, I, I I'm always a little nervous, but I'm super nervous today. I don't I don't know what it is. Well, because just... when you're interviewing the goats, the that's goat. exactly what happens. That's so right. Let, you know what? I'm gonna let you start off with this interview, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get this going right now, Matt. What do you got to say, my friend? So, Artem, how does it feel to have all the underground fans and the true, the true mixed martial arts fans call you the GOAT? How does that make you feel, like, honestly? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really mind. You know, uh, to me, I, I, I consider myself having a good sense of humor, and uh, having a sense of humor, humor is uh, essential in life. You know, I've been in all mm -hmm. kinds of situations in my life. Uh, sometimes our family didn't know whether we're going to have a place to live. We didn't know whether we're going to have food on our table. And uh, sometimes you feel really down and you can't really find the will to go on. But if you make a few little jokes, you know, it make, you know, you make yourself laugh. 
you know, you start, the smile comes in and, and it gives you a little bit of that energy and it gives you enough to make the next step and then one more and the, and the third and the fourth. And before you know it, you're up and running and before you know it, you're up and flying. So a sense of humor is extremely important in this in this life and it doesn't cost anything. So I absolutely love it. And, and it certainly has added a lot of zeros to my paydays, you know, being called the coach <laughs> and everybody knows who yes. I am. You know, it's it, it's a, it's a fact. You know, I, I'm the one, probably one of the few martial artists that is known across the boxing fans, the bare knuckle boxing fans, the K1 fans, the MMA fans. Everybody knows who I am. You know, not many right. martial artists can say that. You know, so I can say that, and uh, a lot of it is due to the to this little uh, thing that you know the fans came up with the goat, and you know why not? You know, I I, I have no problem with that at all. And also, you, you've been known for the guy that just does not turn down any fights. Anytime, anywhere, any fucking buddy, any promotion, anywhere. This is, this is the why Absolutely. they call you that, bro. So Absolutely. You, you... And I've done, it, I've done it when there was no payday, you know, because I mean, right. when there is in the UFC already, even then people don't want to take, take their short notice fights. And, and mm -hmm. you offer thousands, you know, thousands of uh, dollars in return. So can you imagine when it's uh, an unknown opponent, but very, very tough? And the offer is for 400, 500 euros. You know, nobody wanted to take those fights. But uh, I was one of those guys that the matchmakers always respected uh, and always went to. You know, whenever there was a tough guy and uh, short notice and nobody wants to fight him in Europe, they always rang my number because they knew that I was yeah. going to take that fight. I always did, always showed up to fight. You know, I, I won some, I lost some, but I always gave it my all. And uh, I sure never been tapped. I've never quit, not in uh, fights and no, never in life. So uh, I continue to do uh, to do the exact same. And uh, this is what my fans can expect. Uh, you know, the GOAT, the Russian Hammer never quits, never gives up. We just keep going. And uh, whatever happens, happens. So I love it. I love that as well. So cheers Artem, to you, my man. Choo choo, motherfuckers. Where does that where does that come from, Artem? Like that mindset and that strength and that go forth attitude. Does that come from growing up in Russia, or does it come from going from Russia and then moving to Ireland and then becoming part of this extraordinary team that you were a part of? Where did that that strength of moving forward and not caring, and 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 where did that come from? Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly different uh, situations in life, you know, prepare you for that kind of thing, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's probably a combination of everything. You know, of course, you know, Russia is very important to me. And I, I look at Russian history a lot and all the wars that Russians have been in. You know, uh, I look at even the, the war against Germany, you know, the Second World War, you know. Uh, I mean, if you look about it, you know, 30, 30 million Russians died in that war, you know, uh, wow. and a lot of the times, you know, in some of the tanks, they didn't even have weapons, you know, people would, uh, run, you know, jump under the tank with the last grenade in their hand, screaming, wow. Ura, you know, uh, going forward, you know, when I see that, I'm like, you know, how can I be afraid to fight anybody? How can I turn down any fight? How can wow. I, uh, you know, say no to just when they want me to fight one-on-one -on -one against these guys, when my my ancestors, you know, did those kind of things. That inspires me a lot. And, of course, being in Ireland, you know, and and, and uh, feeling the Irish history as well. I mean, Irish are absolute warriors. I mean, they've, they've been uh, uh, in wars their whole life. You know, England has always tried to, you know, put them down, always tried to, you know, steal everything from them, you know, and uh, kill the people here but they, and take over the land, but they never quit. They never stopped fighting, you know. 
they kept going until the very very end and and to me you know i have i'm so proud to represent both of those nations you know i carry both of those flags always wow. with me wow. if you look wow. after the fights i always kiss, kiss both of my flags and i raise wow. them at exactly the same time because wow. both of those nations mean the same to me it's like my mother and my father you know i love <sighs> both of them absolutely you know so uh it probably comes from that. Matthew is covered in goosebumps right now. He just pans over I, to I me, bro. Over he's like, he's like goosebumps. See, that, this is what I'm trying to explain to people. Like, it's not everybody that can do what these guys do. Obviously, it's in the blood. It comes from the heritage of who they are. He's talking about his ancestors, which go back thousands and thousands of years. That bloodline continues. Maybe my ancestors um, weren't warriors. That's why I don't have that fighting spirit. As far as combat goes, this guy right here is talking about stuff that maybe a lot of you guys out there that are listening can't comprehend. And for everyone that is listening on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, and, and, and Spotify, this this is true talk right here. We don't come onto this podcast with any kind of questions. We don't come with anything written out. We just sit down here and have a conversation. And, and, and that statement that you just made there, uh, Artem, fuck, bro, that says a lot about who you are. As not only as a man, but as a fighter and an athlete and probably as a father as well, bringing up your new son, um, which he was just really small when we talked back in March. How's everything going with him now, mate? Is he, is he, does he like to watch dad on TV? Oh, uh, I'm not sure about that yet. You know, he's only a year and a half, but uh, he's got some uh, great mix. I mean, obviously Ireland and Russia for me, I represent both. But he is truly Russian-Irish because his mom is Irish, his dad is Russian. So, uh, you know, he, he will truly represent both nations. I will make sure that he knows the history of both of these great nations. And I will make sure that he is proud to represent both of them in everything he does in life. doesn't matter whether he'll be a fighter or whatever else he'll decide to do. He will carry both of those flags proudly. It's, it. it's so funny that I all you guys kind of had sons at the same time, you know. Um, you, you had your son. Paddy Houlihan had his son. Um, Coach Kavanaugh had his son. Wow. Connor had his son. Yep. Is this the new generation? That's the of, new gang. Is this the new generation of Team McGregor? Like in, in, in 15 years from now, are we going to see these guys repeating and doing what their fathers did? Because I'm telling you right now, from the statement you made before, it seems like that is going to carry over to your offspring. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's something that you'll yeah. encourage, Artem? I mean, we're certainly building an army over here. I love so, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, all of our kids will be able to fight. I don't know whether they will pursue it as a career, but they will certainly know how to handle themselves and they'll certainly know how to fight and they will be absolute beasts. So let's, let's, talk, let's talk about the next subject. Um, so you're with the French promotion, Arena Fight Championship. You were making your comeback. You haven't had a mixed martial arts fight since uh, 2018. Mm -hmm. You're all set and ready to go. Everyone was excited for the comeback. Um, it was a one-fight deal, so I imagine that you were going to be making bank out of that. You were fighting Giles, DeJornan. I can't pronounce his last name. Um, Artem, can you give us a little bit of an inside scoop? What happened with the fight, mate? Yeah, I mean, but this this fucking COVID, it, uh, yeah. it got us again, you know. Uh, I mean, the guys I know in the arena promotion, they tried to do whatever they could. You know, France went on lockdown, so they had to move uh, the event from Marseille to Belgium. Uh, but then just more and more COVID, you know, um, problems and uh, some of the staff and some of the management, senior management in the promotion got uh, sick as well. So they just said, look, 
there's just you know so many things are going wrong and uh, yeah. they had to pull the plug on it and everything kind of fell apart i was gutted of course but what can you do this is the year that uh, we're having and everybody's in the same boat everyone is struggling so you know i didn't complain too much i just kind of took it on the chin and and that's it you know what can you do we keep working you know this certainly the training and everything will not go wasted you know uh it's uh it's in the bank now and um and to be honest with you it's kind of allowed me you know to not go crazy because normally after the fight you go crazy you know because it's so much training and then once you fight you kind of want to get that release and you have a yeah. few drinks and go crazy on the food i didn't do that that this time because yeah there was no fight, so there was no release. So I didn't feel like I, I earned it. I didn't feel like I deserved that. And that's a good thing because now I get to build on top of on top of my camp, you know, essentially. I've, I've, I'm fight ready, and now I get to train more and build on that and get even fitter, get even stronger, and truly improve. Because when you're starting camp always, you know, it's at the start of it, it's about getting fit. So you can't really improve your technique yet because you're getting tired, you know, in your mind, you're still able to do everything but your body doesn't respond the same way because mm. you're not that fit. Whereas yeah. now when you're 100% fit and I don't have a fight, uh, I can truly improve. I can truly build and uh, get to the next stage, get to the next level. Okay. So let's just clear this up for all the fans. Like when I, when I let the information out that I was going to be interviewing you, I had probably over 200 messages from people saying, yeah, he got COVID or yeah, he's hurt his back. Let's just clear this up. You don't have COVID and you haven't hurt your back, right? Come on, guys. This is me you're talking about. <laughs> I eat COVID for breakfast. <laughs> Listen, I was born. I was born the same year as Chernobyl happened. You think I'm gonna worry about COVID? <laughs> oh my Come god! On. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, send this legend. COVID. Send this COVID to me. Yeah. Come okay. Get it. So there you go. Just for all the fans that have been non-stop messaging me. Adam Leiboff does not have COVID. It was just right. a promotion as a whole. Yeah. Was getting too much COVID cases, and they had to move. So what? What's the, what, what do you yeah, think the next listen, step? You're yeah. talking to a guy that's never pulled out in his life. I, I fought with all kinds of injuries. You know, you name it. You know, torn ligaments, broken hands, fucking sick, whatever. You name it. I fought all kinds of ways. I never pull out. If I say I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there. If I'm not yeah. there, that means I'm dead. Yeah. So does that kind of piss you off that the fans would have those kind of um, thoughts about what's happening, or is it just what goes along with the business? That's just people... casuals. That's casuals only. The true yeah. fans know what's up. The true fans know that I'm 100% good to go. The true fans know I would never pull out and I would be there no matter what. So yeah. if, if the fight is not happening, that means that there's something else at play and it's nothing to do with me. So did you watch the Mike Tyson fight a couple of weeks ago? Yes. And what, what have, was your thoughts on that? What did you think of that? It was so exciting. It was so awesome. Yeah, that was, was ridiculous. So, it was. It was great. It was I, amazing. What, what was your I, thoughts, Adam? I, re I really enjoyed, you know, seeing Mike in good health. You know, I, I could see, you know, the happiness on his face. And, and it felt incredible for me because obviously so much went wrong in, in Mike's life in the past, you know, and his career and everything. And, and I felt like this was the return, you know, that he proved everybody that, no, you know, so what? Yeah, shit happens. But if you keep pushing forward, if you don't give up, you can turn everything around, no matter how bad the situation gets. And, and, and I felt joy seeing him in there, and I felt uh. motivated to see him there, you know, again. It was incredible. I, he has my full support, and I, if he fights again, I will be watching. Um, and so, obviously, 
obviously it was a it was it was a pretty exciting weekend of fights. Mm-hmm. The main topic, really, even though it kind of outshone the Mike Tyson fight a little bit, was Lo, uh, is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Which one? Jake Paul. Jake Paul knocking out the NBA guy. Did you see that? And what did you think of it? Yeah, I seen that. I mean, you can certainly see that he is a lot better prepared than his brother Paul uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, who he's definitely is better. Box now. I mean, Logan Paul hasn't got a clue how to box. Like, that guy was just, you know, honestly, that was a joke. Whereas this Jake Paul guy, he actually seems like he has trained. You know, obviously, he's still a beginner. He's just at the start of his boxing journey, you know. But to me, why not? You know, if yeah. if uh, somebody doesn't like it, don't watch it. You know, it's so fucking yeah. easy. Just press the off button and that's it. It's gone. So, so you're, uh, you're, but you're, the fact you're, that... You're for- you're four people fighting, like, for instance, these, I don't want to say YouTube celebrities because that's kind of a little bit of disrespectful. You're for these kind of mixed fights, Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. You're, 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 you're about that? You, you, you encourage that? I mean, I, I mean, I don't see any issue with that. You know, like yeah. I said, if you don't like it, don't watch it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch that fight, for example. I didn't mm-hmm. fucking watch it. I watched the highlight. You know, I watched when he finished the guy and all. But I didn't watch the fight, you know. I, I was only interested in Mike Mike's fight. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he, the fact that they they brought in one and a half million pay per views, that means that people do want to watch that fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is more than a lot of the other cards uh, throughout the year, you know. So and, and this gives you an opportunity to shine. If you're a legit boxer, I mean, this puts the eyes on you. This shines the light on everybody. But it is up to you to make sure that you shine brightly under those lights, you know. They they put eyes on you and you do your job and then people next time will tune in to watch you fight. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I have no issue with that. To me, anybody is allowed to do anything as long as it doesn't affect any anybody else. You know, if it doesn't yeah. do, doesn't cause any harm to nobody else, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care, you know. What, what's... Why should I block somebody from doing that? They had a real fight. They were of equal experience. And uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so why not? Yeah. It wasn't a setup. It was a real fight. The other guy got sparked. You know, he, as far as I know, I think he's still in that ring. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, so, <laughs> he's still face down on the canvas. Oh, my God. That was, that was, I yeah, mean, that so, was... so he, he got to find out what it's like to be in there. Do you know what I mean? I, I guarantee yeah. you that guy probably will not be fighting again. You know, he found out the hard way what, what it's like. And he yeah, was only right. in there, again, it's an amateur. So now imagine yeah. if he was in there against somebody that can actually fight. You know, this, uh, this gives an opportunity to casuals to actually experience what it's like to be in there. So I have no issue with that. Do, do, you, do you think that um, every man once in his life should be put in that situation to understand the true meaning and the true brilliance and the true skill of, of what you guys do? Because I've never done it, but it was some. It would be something that I would love to do. Do you think that every man should try that once in his life? And does that change you as a man? I, I think so. I think so because you experience very unique uh, emotion. You know, this is not like a fight in a nightclub because when you fight on the street or whatever, everything happens very quickly. You know, you get enraged, the adrenaline shoots up, and there is a fight. Few seconds and it's over. Here, you have to leave and sleep. And train knowing that there is going to be a fight, that you're going to have to walk out in front of loads of people and somebody's going to be in there trying to take your head off. And that person is training and they know who, that they're going to fight you. And they're studying your weaknesses. They're studying your strong points. They know a lot about you and they're getting ready for it. And that is a very, very unique emotion, a very unique 
feeling that you experience. And I think it's good for everybody to to feel that once. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, Artem, how do you feel about Mike Tyson's Legend League that he's trying to bring back? Because he wants to bring back not just himself, but he he's also interested in like even basketball bouts. He was talking about baseball. He's talking about, baseball. Yeah, every, he was talking about a lot of crazy shit. So, uh, how do you feel about that? And who would you like to see Mike Tyson fight next? Um. I mean, for me, I, I just I just want to see Mike happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, to me, yeah. it's, uh, I'll be yeah. honest, you know, the fight, you know, I enjoyed that fight, but, you know, it, it wasn't as much to me about, like, boxing or anything. It was more, it was about something else. I don't know. Yes, it was about, yes, you know, watching yes, this legend, you know what yes. I mean? Exactly. It was about, like, respect uh, and about seeing him turn his life around. You know, it was about that to me because even recently I've seen Holyfield call Mike Tyson out, right. and, and I didn't really—I don't know—for some reason it didn't—it didn't feel right to me. You know, the way he was going on about, he was trying to make it like it's a, again competitive, like it's about you know being the best again, like it's about those past years, like it was in the past. And, and to me, it's not about that anymore at their at, at, at their stage. Let's not lie, you know, uh, to ourselves. This is a young man's sport. You know, you have to be explosive. You have to be young and hungry to compete at the highest, highest level. You know what I mean? But I don't see anything wrong with competing at the level that Mike done it at. It, it looked good. It looked a lot better than a lot of the uh, young fighters. But, you know... I, I don't want to see like that nastiness. I don't want to see that kind of like competitiveness in it. You know, I, I just want to see it as a respectful kind of thing done between two legends. And if they make a bit of money in the process and they, you know, they, they, they take some of the boxes they want to take, you know, they, they, they scratch that each that might be inside of their heart, that fire, that, that, that flame that's back up and, uh, and running again. Why not? I enjoy it for for those reasons. I love it. I absolutely love it. So speaking of boxing, would you ever take another boxing fight? You want to get back into boxing as well, don't you? Oh, damn right. Damn right. Is that I a rhetorical get, question, uh, Matt? Asking Artem Lobov if he's going to take a fight is like asking well, this, yeah. is like asking an Irishman if they like whiskey. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Matt. It's the goat we're talking well, to. Where right. can we see him in the boxing ring? Oh, I no, want to see him spark somebody. I want to see him in the bare knuckle again, Is this your first day, Matt? <laughs> is this your first day, Matt? I told you I'm nervous. Watch yourself, kid, or it's going to be your last. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The goat has spoken. He has sparked me via so, switch. So who's this? Uh, so the bare knuckle, what's going on with that, Artem? You see yourself jump back in? Because how big is that sport growing since like a year ago? What the hell? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a great sport. I love the concept, you know, uh, shorter rounds because it adds to entertainment. And it reduces brain damage, you know, because the, the less you fight, the less likely it is for you to get injured. You know, yeah. I hate all these long fights, you know, adding fighting time, it makes it less entertaining. I guarantee you that, you know, yeah. and also in terms of, let's say, a lot of people train boxing and they train martial arts in order like for self-defense. And bare knuckle is a lot closer to self-defense because this is what happens if you fight, you know, on the street. It's, it's never 36 minutes of fighting. It's always just quick, explosive. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Go home. And that's yeah. what that's like, you know. So I, I love that concept. But I also so, want to make it back. And I would love to make a boxing debut, actual boxing as well. I'd love to you know, try my hand at boxing, you know. Uh, if you've done the bare knuckle, why wouldn't I want to fight with pillows on my hands? You know what I mean? For more <laughs> money. Well, they, I mean... 
if you could, if, out of the three, boxing, MMA, and the bare knuckle boxing, if someone came and presented all three of those to you right now, which do you think you would take? I'd say, show me that paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> show me the money. Simple. All right. Speaking of paychecks, speaking of numbers, and speaking of big checks, I believe there's another fight going on at the end of January, Artem. A mixed martial arts fight with one of the biggest names in the business. Do you know or have you heard anything about that, brother? I think I've heard I've, I've heard a few things. Yeah, yeah, you, that's going to yeah. be a hell of a fight as always. I mean, that that's the thing, you know. Conor, he's all about entertainment. I mean, when was Conor ever in a bad fight? When when was he ever in a boring fight? You know, Never. you know you you know exactly what you're going to get when Conor is fighting. But I feel it's going to go the, exactly the same way it went the first time because I don't see anything else change. You know, Poirier was always a beast. He was always an incredible fighter. He was top five featherweight in the world when he fought Conor. He was stopping guys left, right, and center. Had he won the fight against Conor, he was going to be fighting for the title next. Uh, but Conor was just so much better than him. And uh, stylistically, you know, Conor matches up really well against Poirier. And I see it going the exact same way it went the first time. So, Me as well. Yeah. Me yeah. as well. I mean, uh, obviously... Connor's last fight was in January against Cowboy Cerrone. It was mm-hmm. done and dusted in about 40 seconds. He came out explosive. Do you think that that's um, Connor's main strength? He comes out like a bull at a gate, and then they don't know what the hell's going on until it's over and done with. Yeah, Connor has just uh, he has all the strength. Honest to God, when Connor is switched on and he prepares well, he's unstoppable. That's just that's just the fact, you know. Because I've been with Connor from the very start of his journey. And, and the only fights that uh, he, you know, he, he got a loss in were the ones that he, he, you know, the preparation wasn't 100%. And that's it. Anytime he was prepared, it was a walk in the park. I mean, look what he did to AJ Alvarez. I mean, the, you know, AJ Alvarez is an absolute beast. He was a world champion. Connor goes up and wait and, and, and look at that fight. Even though it lasted two rounds, at no point in the fight, Connor looked in trouble. You know what I mean? He completely dominated it. When you when you when you actually break it down and see the the how high level AJ Alvarez is and what Connor done in that fight, I mean honestly, you just you have to take your hat off and and, and pay your respect to Connor. It's incredible. You know, I, I don't know how he does it. You know, you I honestly say, you, don't know. Yeah. You could say the same thing about the um the the Khabib fight. You know, obviously Connor went in there with an injury. Um, he, he, he won he won that third round. P- personally, I think he won the first round as well um, and, and, and did what he did injured, um, even though the, the, the result wasn't what we wanted. Um, it still showed his true you know, to skill. To me, I, I don't even want to talk about it, what rounds he won or not. I, I just know that Connor was not 100% in there. He was not prepared. That was that was about you know 30% Connor in there, honestly. Yeah. And, look, and look, he still managed to stop all the takedowns in third round. 100%. This was 30%. I'm yeah, telling 100%. you, if he had showed up at least seventy percent, eighty percent, you know, he 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 would have uh, he would have won that fight. If he was a hundred percent, it would have been you know uh, he would have stopped him inside the first two. I, would you, I like, would you like to see that, him you know? run that back again, Adam? Would you like to see them run that back one more time? You know, I, I don't want to say anything now because obviously Khabib is retired. You know, and you know you have to respect that he's had a tough year. You know, his father passed, and you know if he made that decision. Yeah. You know, uh, you have to respect that. You know, hundred percent. But of course, if I was, uh, if it was wishful thinking, that to me, that's the one fight that I would love to see: is Conor versus Khabib again. Uh, it was a great fight for the fans. It was a great fight for MMA community. It was a great fight to study. Um, 
yeah, I would love to see that fight again, definitely. I mean, at the same time, he didn't relinquish that belt yet. Yep, I mean, that's uh, it. He, 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 Dan is teetering, always coming back for 30. He's not. We don't know. They're talking about GSP. They're talking about catchweight. It's talking about all this. But at the end of the day, he's holding on to that belt. And I'm telling you, uh, January 23rd, yeah. after he cracks Dustin and his face hits the canvas, yep, that'll be uh, it, they're going to be all talks, Connor versus uh, Khabib. Yep. It, it has to be done. It absolutely has to be done. Either that or he has to vacate the title. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I would love to see Khabib come back. I definitely would love to see that fight again. I don't know if yeah. he will. You know, he spoke a lot about you know his parents and his uh, his mother's wish. You know, and when your mother is telling you not yeah. to go and fight again, you know, it's it's very hard to go against that. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know. You know, whether whether he comes back or not. You know, yeah. I don't know. I would love to see it definitely, but you know, I don't know. The only thing that keeps me in that conversation is that he didn't relinquish the title. Yeah. Well, so it's just kind of it's interesting how you know this, we're playing we're hearing this on the fence and Dana is always he's always in everyone's ear. You know, oh don't worry, Khabib's coming back. He's coming back. You know, but the fact that he didn't relinquish the belt. Yeah. I mean, it sparks I think, rumors. Yeah, but you know what? I think initially, once again, it's up to Khabib. If you know, absolutely, if we, we have to respect. You know. What's going on with him in his life? He's probably still like, mourning right now. Give him time. Give him some time, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when he's ready to come back, yeah. he'll come back 100%. Give the guy some time and, and, and all respect and, and, and love and blessings to mm -hmm. to anyone that, that you know, that, that loses a parent. Because I'm sure it's yeah, a... I mean, I would imagine it would be hard for him to leave. I mean, think about it. He lived nothing but MMA for the last, you know, 30 plus years of his life. So it's not going to be very easy just to say, oh, that's it, you know, uh, goodbye the game. It's, it's not yeah. so easy, you know, because it's in you. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. It's in everything you do. You know, this is what you know. So, uh, you know, I would imagine it's not going to be that easy, you know. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Time will tell. And especially man. when your main coach is your father. Yeah, I mean, yeah my exactly, God. man. So you know what? I fucking yeah. love talking to you so much, Artem. I, you know, I, I met you, I think we met back at the first Connor Dustin Poirier fight. The only Connor fights that I haven't been to is in Sweden and then in Ireland. But I've been to all of them. I think we connected back then. We connected on Twitter. Kind of became buds. Um, and you, you've come around again. You were on the first five episodes when I first started this. And, it, and you were the biggest name that I had on. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much that I appreciate you coming back on again um, for, for, for a second Thank time. Um, just because it just it, it really means a lot to me and, and, and everybody here at the show. Um, so I just wanted to let you know how, bro, you're a fucking class act. And I just I just really love talking to you. Um, I want to get one so much, more word. Mate, Adam, you know, you know how it is, brother. We, you know, you've seen my crazy ass around for a minute. And uh, it's just always really, really great to talk to you again, bud. Likewise, likewise, my man. Um, I just want to say, uh, if, if there's just one more thing that you could, we could check off. A um, bit of positivity to anyone out there that needs a little bit of a boost in life, needs a little bit of encouragement, that's suffering in the COVID right now, that's maybe not making money, that, that, that is a huge Artem Loboff fan that, that literally wants to hear something from, from the GOAT. Is there something you could just say real quickly, Artem, to anyone that maybe need that bit of advice? Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. To me, you know, the main thing what you must uh, not forget is you always have to keep going. You can't stop. You know, people always talk, you know, uh, about motivational quotes or different motivational books. Some people pray. That's good as well. Uh, some people do it for their kids or their loved ones. It doesn't matter what your fuel is. You know, all of that is just fuel to actually get you going. But what actually gets you gets the results is you doing things so it doesn't matter what fuel you use whether it's motivational quotes whether it's religion book anything else 
use that. But don't forget, don't just use that and sit on your ass. You have to get up and go and, and things will happen for you. I guarantee you that. I mean, look at me even, you know, if you look at my record, you know, it's, I've got a losing record now. A lot of people said that, you know, no chance I wasn't going to make it. But the truth of the matter is I get paid more than 90% of fighters in the world. And to me, that's success. I'm one of the few fighters that can provide for his family, that can feed my family. You know, my, my partner doesn't have to work. My kid doesn't have to worry about money. You know, I, I, I've done that for them, you know, and it was all because I never gave up. I never quit. I kept going no matter what. People told me many times, you know, just, you know, do something else. You know, I have masters in finance. A lot of the times people told me, go back to the bank. But I believed in my cause. I believed that I would be successful. I would believe that I could make a career out of this. And I kept going no matter what. And that is the main thing. Keep going no matter what. Last time I talked to you, Adam, I was in my office upstairs at my house with no microphone. And you said to me, you got a good thing going here, Marcus. Just keep going keep going keep grinding keep going that's what you said to me and we've done it and we're doing it and uh and uh thanks once again for coming on the show brother and it looks amazing amazing Good stuff, my name Michael. is marcus thank Deegan. you so much for having me this is my main man matt perino we've been talking to the goat artem loboff Woo. thank you brother thank you very much guys